Are you desiring more out of life? More love, more connection, more experience, just more aliveness? Well, that is your soul calling you. And together we are going to uncover those soul desires and help you bridge the gap between your physical life and your true soul self. Welcome to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm an intuitive, a psychic medium, and someone who recently and very suddenly awakened to spirituality. On this podcast, we are going to talk all about connecting with your soul to live your fullest, most beautiful life. We're going to talk about spirituality from the perspective of the everyday person. It's my goal that you feel seen and supported on this journey of discovering your soul and awakening to the incredible world of spirit. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. It's me, Emily, your host, and I'm really happy to be here talking to you again for another episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, and thank you so much for clicking play. I really hope this episode speaks to your heart and that you can relate to the concepts that I am talking about. Here on the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast, we talk all about spirituality, from the perspective of the everyday person. I'm someone who very unexpectedly had a spiritual awakening and all of a sudden my life looked completely different than I had ever experienced it before. So all of the things I talk about here on this podcast are part of my journey of starting to understand that The world is so much more than just the physical reality that we have come to know. There's actually this whole non-physical world of spirit, God, universe, source, whatever words you want to use. But there's this whole energetic side of life that I have just recently discovered. And this podcast is all about discovering the magic that is in this energetic side of life, this non-physical side of life. And I try to really bring you these concepts in a way that makes sense to normal, not woo-woo people. (laughs) Because I spent my whole life feeling very logical and not really connected to anything that I would consider spirituality. And actually mentioning the logic brain, that is what we're going to be talking about today. Lately, I've been doing a lot of lives on Instagram And if you want to check out those, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Suddenly Spiritual. But in those live videos on Instagram, a lot of times I have been alluding to the fact that our logic brain can sometimes hold us back from creating and believing in big dreams. Our logic brain, it can really limit what we see as a possibility for our future, And recently, I had a very real-life example of this pop up into my reality and come into my awareness. It's an example of how I have had this belief that I created in my logic brain, in my ego brain, that has persisted for about 15 years. And it has really shaped the way that I have lived my life. But It's recently come into my awareness that my memory and my interpretation of this situation that made me feel so limited, 
it was not the full truth. It was not the full reality of what had happened. And it just blew my mind that I've spent the last 15 years basing my life on something that I remembered that wasn't the full truth. And it was just such a perfect example of how our logic brain can sometimes limit us because I was making decisions from this limited truth and I didn't even know it. I didn't even realize it. So today I want to dive deeper into this concept that if we are basing our lives on our logic brain, we're really limiting ourselves to possibility. And I also just want to talk a little bit about our memories and how we interpret situations in the past and how we've internalized things and start to really bring up the question if those things are actually true, if those things are actually useful for us to believe and continue to carry forward into our future. So I'll share this specific example that really blew my mind in the last couple weeks. And we'll talk about today the contrast and the relationship between living from our logic brain and living from our expansive soul, from our heart, and from that place of limitless possibility. And so it's my intention today just to get you thinking a little bit more about your logic brain and about the way that you make decisions and the way that you believe in what is possible for you. Now, before I get into my story and this big aha moment that I had recently, I just want to say that through all of this, I am not saying that we should abandon our logic brain, that we should never follow logic or that our logic brain is wrong or bad or anything like that at all because we are humans and we need our logic brain. I believe that we've been given our ego, our logic, our thinking, everything that is a part of what it is to be a human has been given to us for a purpose and we're supposed to use it. So as I'm talking through the concepts today and what I have learned, just know I'm not saying abandon your ego. I'm not saying your ego is bad. I'm not saying logic is bad. I'm not saying any of that. We need our logic brain to analyze life and to make smart decisions. And I just wanted to emphasize, I don't believe in the concept that Spiritual teachers sometimes share that we need to get rid of our ego. I think it's a part of us for a reason, and it's something that we need to incorporate into our lives. What I do think is that we need to learn how to balance our logic brain and the soul part of us, that part of us that exists in infinite possibility and unwavering belief. I think that A lot of times as humans, we do rely a little too heavily on logic and it can limit our ability to dream and our ability to be open to unexpected and illogical possibilities because miracles do happen. Unexpected opportunities do arise and so much happens in our life that is outside of what logically seems possible. And the truth is our logic brain is limited by analyzing our past experiences and that's how our logic brain makes decisions. And so when we 
make decisions from our logic brain only, we're limited by our past experiences. We're limited by what we currently understand to be true. And if we only make decisions from there, we're kind of limited to just repeat what's possible for us. And there's a limit or like a like a barrier, a ceiling to what we can achieve. Logic is important, but also we need to leave that room for miracles and possibility and for believing in things that are just not logical at all. And that's where our soul comes in and our unwavering belief and trust in the universe and belief that we're meant for these incredible, amazing things that may not feel logical based on our life up until this point. My point with this is that logic's important, but it's not always the best predictor of what's to come next or what's possible for us or how to prepare for the future. So before I dive into what we're talking about today, I just wanted to make that statement. There's nothing wrong with being logical. I'm not saying that at all. That's super important so that you can exist in the world because we have to go around doing people things all day and people things require logic. But we also need to try and balance that with our belief in miracles and our belief in something totally illogical being able to happen because a miracle is not a logical event. It's not something we could expect or prepare for. And miracles are real and they will happen in your life. And I can promise you they have already happened in your life. There's so much that exists outside of logic. So with that being said, I want to share this story of something that happened recently that really just cemented in my mind the fact that the way that we remember our life and the way our brain has interpreted situations, our ego has interpreted situations is not always accurate. And the fact that we often live from this inaccurate interpretation, it really limits the choices that we make and what we feel like we're worthy of, what we feel like is possible for us. And it it deeply affects the decisions that we make and the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So onto my story. Very recently, I reconnected with a friend who I had a falling out with when we were probably teenagers, maybe in our early 20s, but it was maybe like 15 years ago, I would guess, that we really had this sort of major falling out. And for the last 15 years... I have felt guilty about this falling out. I have blamed it on myself and felt like I was a bad friend. And I I didn't realize I had this belief that I was a bad friend until more recently. But friendship has always been something that's been really difficult for me. And I'm realizing that that difficulty stemmed from the belief that I was a bad friend, that I, I didn't deserve friendships. This is a belief that is here in me that I'm healing, that I don't deserve friendships because I'm not a good friend. So I had this belief that we had this falling out because of something that I did. I recently reconnected with this old friend and we've been talking and I brought up the fact that I felt really bad about our falling out and I wanted to apologize to her that I was not a good friend to her. And 
here's the thing that blew my mind. She replied that she felt like she had been the bad friend and she felt guilty about our falling out 15 years ago. So I had this memory and I felt like she probably resented me. I felt like I had wronged her. I felt like I had really hurt her. And I was feeling so, I I mean, I had this feeling of guilt there, like in the back of my mind, in the back of my heart. I had this feeling of guilt within me and shame for how I acted in the friendship. And I had blamed the entire falling out on me. And when I brought that up to her, she reflected back to me those same feelings and that same experience and the same interpretation but flipped in her. She felt like she had wronged me. She felt like she had had done something to really hurt me. And the truth is, I didn't have that negative memory of her. I didn't even remember the situation that she brought up. It was so far in the past for me. I, I had no idea that she was carrying this feeling of guilt about how our friendship ended and vice versa. And when she told me that, that she was holding these exact same feelings as me, I was like, wow, I have spent all this time feeling guilty and I only had positive memories of her, truly. And I felt like I was the bad friend. I felt like I was the one who ruined things. And that's not how she remembered it. She didn't have anger toward me. She didn't have resentment or any of the negative feelings towards me that I had expected. In fact, she felt the opposite. It really made me question my memory, for one, and then it made me really start to deeply think about the way that my brain interprets situations and my ego interprets situations to sort of twist them into the narrative that I have built about myself. And the narrative that I have built about myself is that I'm a bad friend. So I twisted this memory to fit that narrative that I had created, to fit that story that I had created about who I am. And I had turned that memory into something to support that belief and then to make me feel bad. And the thing is, it's not just my brain, it's everybody's brain because we all have these stories that we tell about ourselves. We all have these beliefs about who we are and our brain's job is to confirm what we already believe. So my brain twisted this memory to confirm what I already believed about myself. The thing that's so wild is I have done so much work on my mindset. I have been so committed to healing my inner voice, to healing my mindset about myself, to feeling worthy, to all of this positivity and reflection, creating all of that within myself. And yet here was an example that I I never questioned. I never questioned that my memory was accurate and that my interpretation of the situation was accurate. That felt like solid truth to me. But here I was brought with another example of how my interpretation of the past 
was just based on a story I was telling myself. And, you know, maybe in that falling out of the friendship, maybe I really was wrong. Maybe she really was wrong. Maybe we both were wrong. The fact is it actually doesn't matter. That's what I realized in this situation. It really doesn't matter because both of us had spent time feeling guilty about this situation when we really didn't need to because I didn't even remember the wrong that she had talked about. I had forgiven that so long ago that I I didn't even know what had happened. Like I didn't know that that had happened anymore. And there was no reason for her to feel any guilt or any shame or anything about what had happened. Like I had moved on and I have nothing but love for her. And we could have rekindled that friendship so long ago. And instead it took 15 years of feeling shitty before the truth kind of bubbled to the surface. And the truth was that we were both young and maybe we had both done things that were wrong, but it actually doesn't matter anymore because the truth is beneath whatever wrongs we had done to each other, there was just so much love and friendship and respect and admiration and just this desire to reconnect and to be connected because we had such a deep and understanding friendship. So In this example that just totally blew my mind, it was another way for me to realize that the logic brain can really hold us back and shape our everyday, shape our future in ways that we don't even realize because I didn't realize how much I was holding on to that memory and holding on to that guilt and that I was really clinging to that example of how I'm a bad friend and I don't deserve friendships. And I was clinging to that so hard that I had, I had just twisted the memory to support that belief. When in reality, it just wasn't true. And I have been making decisions in my life based on this belief that I'm a bad friend. I had all of this logic to support that, but my logic brain was limited by the story I was telling myself. My logic brain was limited by the way I had twisted different situations to fit this story and to keep me in this belief and in this feeling. My brain was doing its job. Your brain's job is to prove yourself right. My brain was doing the job that it is meant to do. I just didn't realize it. And so as I have moved through life over these last 15 years, I have moved through life making decisions based on the fact that I'm a bad friend and based on the fact that I have all of this logical proof to back up that belief. Everything's just been blown out of the water for me with this realization that That memory is not entirely true. And it was such a just in my face example of how limited our logic brain is. Because even when our logic brain is using things that we feel like are real, true, hard facts, it's not always correct. It's not always the full story. It's not always the complete truth. 
And so I can see now the way that I have limited my ability to have friends because I've been living with this belief about myself that I'm not a good friend and I haven't felt worthy of friendships. And this is something, you know, more recently I'm coming around to realizing and then to have this example just show up in my face was such a gift from spirit to really support me as I try and heal this friendship wound that I have within me. The point of this whole story is not to just focus on this narrative I had in my head about how I'm a bad friend, but to just give you a real life example of how logic can really hold us back because our logic brain is not always correct. Our memories are not always the full story. They're not always reality. And so I just wanted to give you this example to give you some perspective and something to think about when it comes to making decisions in your life. I want you to start asking, what is this decision based on? Am I limiting myself in some way? Why am I limiting myself? Am I allowing myself to really lean into possibility or am I staying within logic? Because like I said, logic is important, but it's not the full story. And the full story is that there is infinite possibility for you. And even when something feels impossible because of your logic brain, there's a good chance that the logic you are basing your decisions on isn't even real. (laughs) It's not even real. It's just how your brain has interpreted a situation based on your own personal beliefs, based on your own wounds, your inner voice, based on how you have decided to perceive yourself. So my point with this is just to encourage you to dive a little deeper. And I also just wanted to share with you what I'm learning. And this friendship wound is something that I'm working on healing. And it's hard. (laughs) And this new realization that my memory is not complete and that the logic I've been using is not fully accurate has just, I don't know, it's like kicked down a door. It's like broken the ceiling. It's totally opened up a new realization in ways I've been holding myself back that have been completely unnecessary. I really hope this story and this example provides you with a little more real life context for the difference that there is between leaning into our logic fully and leaning in to our soul and into possibility, into our desires, into the infinite opportunities that exist for us. I think we need a balance of those two. And that's something I'm learning to incorporate in my own life. And it just keeps being shown to me at deeper and deeper and deeper levels. So I hope that sharing my learning is helping you on your journey and showing you another level where you can start incorporating this soul purpose you have on the earth. 
where you can start incorporating your ability to believe really big dreams, to believe that anything is possible. Because it might sound silly to you, but I haven't really believed that it's possible for me to have deep and meaningful friendships. I really haven't been able to get behind that belief, even though it's something that I desire for my life. And I'm realizing now that what's been holding me back is that logic brain. And maybe there are things in your life that you have been holding yourself back from believing in fully. And I really hope that you take the time to analyze what is holding me back from this belief. Is it my past experiences? And am I interpreting (laughs) interpreting those experiences in a way that just fits my narrative or is it accurate to what has actually happened in my life? Okay, that is all for today. I just had to share this potent story and this big realization that I've been having. I hope that it is helpful for you as you look back on your own life and as you look to your amazing future of possibilities that are waiting for you. I am sending you so much love all the time. And I'll chat with you again soon. Okay. Goodbye, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to be part of your journey of spiritual expansion. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It's a quick, free, easy way for you to support this podcast, and it helps me reach more people who are looking for support on their spiritual journey. You can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I'll chat with you soon.